Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is episode 94 on the Get Merry podcast, and we are eating keto chocolate, and it is the best chocolate in the whole oh entire my gosh. world. You guys need to check out the new recipes that are all keto and in the sweet treat section. <laughs> yes, I you do. Oh <laughs> Yay, today we're speaking with Jules Galloway, our amazing friend. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the hashtag Get Merry podcast, helping you live your healthiest, your happiest, your most merriest life possible. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas, aka the Merry Maker Sisters, aka the Marys. So are you ready? Let's get merry. And we're back in the merry corner. That's what we've named it for now. We're not really sure what we're going to call it might this little stick. space. It might it stick. It might stick. Merry corner. But we're super duper pumped because we have our amazing friend Jules Galloway in the corner with us today. <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> Jules, Jules is a naturopath. You've probably heard her speak before on our podcast or you're probably following her on Instagram because she's in the health and well-being Yes, world. and she and she's is epic. amazing. Well, she actually helped you. I know. Jules actually helped me heal, well, let's say heal in inverted commas because I'm pretty sure it's still there because I was a naughty patient. Manage. How about the word manage? Manage. manage. That is such a good word, Jules. My candida issue. Uh, <laughs> that was definitely an issue. <laughs> definitely. Oh, and my staph infection. That was on my arms. That was so nice. Also wasn't manage. It? <laughs> Oh, I don't know if I've told everybody that before. I oh had my stuff on my arms. That was so, so gross. gross. <laughs> oh. Do you know how long she put up with that for? And I was like, just book in with Jules. Like, book in with Jules. Like, that must be a thing, right? People wait and wait and wait, and then they finally book in with a naturopath. And it's like one week after. Oh. Yeah, it was such a relief. Do you find like lots of your patients, or do you call them patients? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I call them clients, clients and sometimes I call them patients. Yeah. And I don't know, I vary between the two because patients sounds so formal. Yeah. But it's kind of more correct. Yeah. yeah. Clients sounds a little bit business-like. Yeah. So I don't know, like I, I just kind of, yeah. It's like, but they're definitely not friends. <laughs> no, they're not. It's like, yeah. it's like talking about staff. It's like, oh, mm, gosh. <laughs> well, Jules, it was like we were friends yes, before. you were. I picked Jules to help me and it was the best actually because like I felt super comfortable chatting with you. But that's interesting. So people come to you and then they're like, I've been dealing with this for two years. Yep. And I'm like, why didn't you come to me earlier? Yeah. yeah. They come once the wheels fall off and I'm like, can you just come when they're wobbly? Like, yeah. Don't wait for them to fall off. But even I That's do that. Even like in the health and well-being, like I'm in the world of like health. That's my business. But I mean, like I've had like put up with back pain for like two years and now my foot, it's like, I think it's all related to my foot pain and now I can't walk and it's like, okay, now I need to like get this checked out. It's like, why didn't I do that like six months ago or a year ago? Why do we do this? <laughs> I think there's so many reasons, but I think one of the main reasons is that like, I know you're a pretty optimistic person and I think yeah. sometimes we sit there and go, oh, it'll just get better. It's not going to yeah. get worse. Like, It'll be fine. And then the other is we're so busy. Yeah. So it's like unless it's really screaming out for attention, we put it on the back burner. It's mm. like, yeah, okay, my back hurts, but I'll just I just have to get through this week and yeah. I'll just got to get through that interstate trip or I just mm. have to get through that thing yeah. and then I'll go and get it sorted and then something else always pops up. So I think busyness is like one of the hugest ones. But I think people also put, especially women, and especially women with children, they'll put other people first mm, or so they'll put true. their partners first. Yeah, they put everyone else first. So it's like, yeah, I know my back hurts but I've got to take, you know, mm. little Tommy to the dentist. It's like inconvenient yeah. to have a problem. So it's like I'm just going to ignore the problem. Yeah. yeah. It is inconvenient though to have a problem. <laughs> it is. And it gets annoying. more inconvenient, yeah. Yeah. especially if it's a staff problem. <laughs> 
If you have staff, do not ignore it. Yeah, oh. If you have staff, go and see Jules. She'll give you some great herbs and she'll heal you. <laughs> Boom. Actually, she'll probably work out what it actually is from first because like, you don't just get staff. Yeah, like, well, first, <laughs> we have to work out what it is, don't we? <laughs> Step Ew. one, find out what it is. Ew. <laughs> so gross. So gross. Don't, do not ignore the nasty rash. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't ignore the itch. If it's oozing yellow, don't let it mellow. <laughs> saying that it's like if it continues to ooze yellow pus <laughs> come back and see me in a week and I was like okay yeah <laughs> but can I just say like how fascinating is the human body that it does this weird stuff I know right when, when you have problems it's like I'm not happy something's going on I'm gonna ooze this gross pus out of you I know and, and naturopaths we're funny creatures because we're fascinated by that stuff and like people come to us and you know you'll ask them about their bowel motions or something and they'll be like oh Oh, well, this is going to sound really gross, but, and then they'll tell you about whatever's going on with their poo. And then they'll be like, I'm so sorry that I had to put you through that. And I'm like, I don't care. I find it really interesting. Like, I'm we're high trained that for this. That's like, all we tell do. Me more about your poo. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Naturopaths have got the time to ask all those yeah. nitty gritty questions that the doctors don't get to ask yeah. in their eight to 10 minute consult. Yeah. So your naturopath's going to sit down and go, so tell me, what colour is it? What consistency is it? Yeah. Does it float? Are there undigested particles? Oh, my gosh. Are you driving right now listening to this eating and then you've just put your food down? Sorry. Ew. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Don't poo, poo, poo. I should actually put a warning at the top of this one. Do not eat while listening to this podcast. <laughs> Bodily fluids are heavily discussed. <laughs> Pass, poo, what else is going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> oh my, yeah, well, that is – it's so good when, like, you can sit down and talk to somebody, like, for an hour and, like, you get – to speak about everything and I think even just like talking to someone who isn't like your loved one because like you know when you like share it with like a loved one and you're like okay now what do I do like they never they don't know what to do but then when you talk to some like a professional and they're like I know exactly what that is and it's like yes like just putting a label on something is sometimes like really relieving and not just that like someone who says it's not all in your head yeah someone who actually believes you and even better someone who says oh yeah I see this stuff day in day out like yeah. you are not alone like that thing you're going through is really common yeah yeah it's not it's not right to have that like you know it's really common for people to have asthma for mm. example or it's really common for people to have headaches every day mm. it doesn't make it right but it does yeah. make it really common but there's there's lots of things that my clients will come to me and say and then they're, they're almost waiting for that validation in a way of me to say oh yeah look I see this stuff all the time like yeah. you are not a unicorn you know yeah. th- this is this is fine I know what to do mm-hmm. this is what we're going to do yeah. here's your game plan and then they're so relieved that finally someone believes them because they might have already been to some people some practitioners who didn't listen and who just went well we've tested your bloods and everything's normal so there's nothing wrong and then mm-hmm. they go away feeling like it's all in their head and that maybe mm-hmm. they're going crazy and then I get people coming to me going I feel like I'm going crazy like yeah. please tell me that this is that that I'm not over the edge, and I'm like, you're not over the edge. This is all completely common, and I see this. Mm-hmm. And they go, oh, thank God. Okay, yeah. St- step one is done. Yeah, like you've just brought that stress level down yeah. a lot. I mean, like the feeling of being alone is like one of the worst feelings ever. And it's like if you can be that person, if that that role of like being like, actually, you know, you're not alone. This has happened to so many people. I've seen it. I've helped it. And I mean, like that's happened to me when I had like my iodine deficiency. Doc, like I spent like a year going to different doctors, different people, and then I went to a naturopath in Canberra when I was living there, and she did a test. Boom, started taking iodine. Boom, I was like, I felt like a new per, like back to myself. Yeah, it's just amazing, like how these little deficiencies, these little what are they called, ailments? Is that the right word? Ailments, ailments, like little things. I don't know, like little. Things in our bodies can have such a huge yeah. impact on our day-to-day yeah, feeling. I guess, I guess a naturopath would probably refer to something like that as an imbalance because imbalance. it's all about bringing you back yeah. into balance. Mm. So if your iodine is deficient, well, we you you have an imbalance of iodine yeah. and you have to get that back. And yeah. it's, it's not just about chocking you up full of iodine either. It's not about mm. just shoveling iodine. Yeah, in yeah problem solved. Yeah. Man, come on in. Yeah, because then it was like look yeah. at your gut, look at this yeah. stuff because why aren't you taking in the iodine? Yeah. Why to, are oh. you deficient in the first yeah. place? Yeah. How did it get to this point? Are you stressed? Is, yeah, you yeah. mentioned the gut. I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, tick, 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 tick,
is everyone kind of like well not everyone I think because we're in the health world we, we see it so often like why does everyone have these issues like these deficiencies and this adrenal fatigue and leaky gut like why does it seem like everyone's kind of like do you think everyone has leaky gut? Like, because we, we always, always say that. We're like, everyone has it's it. It's so funny because we're like, like we always think like because I had candida and whatever and um, staph and <laughs> and I was like, I'm quite healthy. Like, I was really focused on my diet. Like, I'd cut out sugars. I'd cut out gluten. So when you like gave me my like things I couldn't eat, I was like, well, that's pretty easy. Like, all I, I had to only take like one little more step, and I was there with like doing what I should be doing. But what about the people who are like? Not eating healthy already, not exercising, stressing out every day, like working their on medication, nine, working their nine to midnight, and like it's like crazy, crazy, crazy. Like, what about them? Surely they have leaky gut too. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But you know, there are people out there in the world who don't have leaky gut, but we don't How? see them. We don't see them. <laughs> well, you know, they're living this perfect lifestyle with no stress and yeah. no chemicals uh, and maybe they haven't taken any drugs or yeah. had any alcohol or yeah. eaten too much gluten or had lots of pesticides it, oh, who knows they're magical s- humans yeah i know there's like three of them in the whole world <laughs> it's so <laughs> and true and when i find them i'm gonna be like oh i don't like you no. <laughs> it's so true but no, they're rare they're rare but the, there's different degrees of leaky gut yeah. as well like you know, it's it's on a bit of a spectrum or a scale and it's when it becomes too leaky or that intestinal permeability becomes too great and then it's all about also how your body reacts to that. So it's not even just, okay, your gut's really leaky, you're going to be the sickest person, mm. your gut's not as leaky, you're going to be really well. Mm. But it's about how your own immune system's going to react oh, to yeah. that situation. So you, you've got people out there, I, I know some tradies who uh, they're like, you know, they're, they're built tough and – I've had a couple of them come to me and, oh, my God, I've done their food intolerance testing and leaky gut, you know, intestinal permeability testing and, oh, my God, like, I'm like, how is this human even functioning? Wow. So if they'd been female and had two kids and had that degree of intestinal permeability and maybe throw in some adrenal fatigue, they might be, you know, singing a completely different tune Mm -hmm. in terms of their health. But some of these people, they take a long time to – become ill like physically ill where they land on my doorstep and so you know and sometimes it's like you know there's really tough guys out there who really really leaky guts you know all the tradey food and the beer and whatnot. yeah but it's not until 10 20 years later that suddenly something really big comes along that floors them and then they end up on my doorstep whereas it might be someone like you know yourself or me that Mm -hmm. You know, they don't get that far down the line before they go and see a naturopath. So they've got leaky gut and they're starting to notice symptoms Mm -hmm. and their energy levels Mm. or their hormones start to suffer. So, and I I often say to people because they come in, they go, oh my God, like I hate that my husband can eat all these things and it doesn't affect him. And I'm like, well, you have an early warning system Mm, built in. He doesn't. Wow. You get to do something about this now Mm. because you're suffering you know, you, you've got candida or you've got endometriosis or whatever it is that's popping up and he doesn't have any any early warning, warning system going off but down the track he might just get something really, yeah. really serious so come along. True. So who's which person's yeah. actually the healthier person? The one with the early warning system that went off or the one who's chugging away, who's still yeah. eating the, the pies and the beer and the whatnot, mm-hmm. thinking that they're okay with that. Yeah. So sometimes what you think is healthy is not necessarily yeah. healthy either. And I think women tend to have an early warning system yeah. that goes off sooner. I think it has a lot to do with estrogen. I think it has a lot to do with the way that we ha- we react to stress. I think, you know, a lot of women come to me when they've pumped out two kids like mm-hmm. the if i could if i could pick a typical person that lands on my clinic doorstep or you know on my skype doorstep because i do love <laughs> skype so on my imaginary imaginary <laughs> internet doorstep, doorstep. Yes. <laughs> that sounds doorstep. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> know, it's my happy place <laughs> um, but it's usually a woman aged between 35 and 45 she's probably got two kids they're probably aged under six Mm -hmm. and she's probably been lacking sleep for a very long time Mm. minor hormonal imbalances major fatigue Mm. that's that's all i see day in day out that's that is the bulk of my practice and that's why i'm so passionate about helping women with adrenal fatigue because it's 
it's all I kept seeing. I'm yeah. like, if I, you know, if you keep seeing the same thing over and over, you think, what can I do? What's Gotta the one thing I can do it. that can help all of those people? So um, what is adrenal fatigue? Like, and like, okay, let's first stop. I always do this. I'm like, what is adrenal fatigue and how do we know? And blah, blah, blah. And I ask you too many questions at once. What's it, what, what is adrenal fatigue? Okay. So it's a bit of an umbrella term for starters, uh, but in a nutshell, it's when the body has is reacting to stress in a way where it just can't keep up with mm-hmm. the daily stress load. So when your mind is stressed, you will have your cortisol levels go up and that's the early stages of adrenal fatigue is where your cortisol keeps coming out and out and out. Um, and we have this thing built in called a fight or flight mm-hmm. response, which I think we've spoken about yeah. a little while back, where we're actually designed to live in caves or tribes in little huts in communities and we weren't really designed for the fast pace and the frenetic pace and the high stress and the workload and and what we do now and women a few hundred or a few thousand years ago didn't necessarily live like this life was slower Mm. and so we had this fight or flight response built into our bodies that is designed to come out and help us when we're faced with stress. But stress was few and far between. So stress, if you're living in a tribe, might be like a bear mm. at, at your, you know, at the mouth of your cave or at the front of your hut or a tiger or something. And then what happens when you're faced with that stress? And you'll know if you've ever been, you know, going through an intersection in a car and had a near miss, you know, that tingly, really mm. alert feeling where you suddenly have all this energy and power in your arms and your legs. Your brain works really quickly. You you know, time just like stands still and your brain's going 100 mm-hmm. miles an hour. That is cortisol and wow. adrenaline, right? And that's your fight or flight system and that's designed to come out and help you when you're faced with a really full-on danger. So if you've got a tiger in front of you at the door of your hut, you got two choices. You can fight the tiger if you're super tough or if you're like me, you would run. I would run. Oh my you god! I feel like the t- or maybe I would like no hide. chance. I, feel I would like <laughs> hide under something. Oh, yeah. tiger well, behind a rock. We found out whether I was fight or flight <laughs> once when I was walking down this track in Byron Bay, yeah. and my, my husband was next to me, and we were faced with a one and a half meter brown snake. Oh, oh my god! That was crossing the track next to my ankle, oh. and it basically my ankle was about to collide with the <gasps> snake's ongoing path. And the snake reared up and hissed <gasps> like it was going to bite oh me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, was, I, I'm still recovering. Um, <laughs> that was a while back. And I was – I instantly had that fight or flight response, right? And I was flight. I oh, ran, yeah. right? I screamed <laughs> and I ran. My husband looked over and said, oh, gee, a snake. <laughs> So what's that reaction? Continued, that's just like a chilled out reaction. Well, I think if he'd had to, he would have fought the snake. Yeah. But yeah, maybe there's fight, flight, or <laughs> chill. That's just like a surly reaction. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gee, a snake. So I'm down on the beach waving my hand going, can I say the F word? Yeah. Fucking run. <laughs> my and my God. husband's going, no, no, you don't want to make any sudden movements. Oh. And I'm like, I already did. <laughs> Too late. I already did. But that feeling, I don't mm. remember screaming. I don't wow. remember running. That's cortisol. That's yeah. adrenaline. That's fight or flight. So how that translates back to adrenal fatigue, right, is if you're faced with very small versions of stress throughout the whole mm-hmm. day, it's the same sim- system that kicks in. Your body doesn't know the difference between a traffic jam, a busy supermarket checkout line, your boss ringing, your mother-in-law ringing, mm. or – what about uh, coffee? So, yeah, coffee. Because <laughs> like sometimes, know the difference. like seriously, I'm like right now, I'm like because <laughs> I've had yeah. two today, maybe yeah. two and a half. Like let's make that. Like, so, so it's if, like whoa. So if you think about like <laughs> how you feel when you have a bit too much coffee, yeah. right? So the thing is, it diverts all the blood to your brain, so uh-huh. you think better, you think faster. Yeah, I feel really it good also right now. Diverts the blood to your arms and your legs, oh. right? But where's that coming from? It's coming from. The middle of your body from oh your God. digestive organs. <laughs> so your digestion becomes a non-essential function, right? If you're faced with serious oh danger, yeah. so your body goes, uh, we don't need to digest that meal that you just shit. ate because there's a tiger. You need to run. I'm going to send all the energy <laughs> yeah. on your arms and legs yeah. and your brain so that you think faster and make fast decisions. But you don't need to digest that meal right now. Oh, my gosh. You don't need an – you know, your immune system's going to change because mm-hmm. it, it, it actually prepares you in case you get – hurt 
So oh. your immune system changes in preparation for if that danger becomes an injury. Wow. So if the tiger scratches you, you'll need certain immune system mm. factors to be in play to heal up that so that you don't get an infection. So your immune system changes, your digestion changes, your female hormones, your thyroid, all of those sorts of things, they will change because your body goes, well, I don't really need to make thyroid hormones and female hormones right this minute because there's a tiger. Yeah. So it shuts those off and sends all that energy to your arms and your legs and your brain. So what's happening is it takes what it thinks is non-essential bodily functions and just puts oh my them God. To, it shelves them. It puts yeah. them to one side just for a while. But if you've got that stress going on every day. Yeah, exactly. Multiple times a day. If you're going from rushing, rushing, rushing to rushing and then rushing and then rushing over there, you know, you're dropping the kids off and it's football, like, and you're even, making the dinner, you're doing everything Yeah, pace. and even when you're not actually rushing, you're rushing. Yeah. Like, exactly. It's like uh, that's what I've kind of exactly. had this realisation. I'm like, no, I'm pretty chilled out. Like I do yoga, I do Pilates, I'm really – like I have time. But I'm like, mm. wait a minute, I'm rushing in my head though. Like I can just yeah. feel it and I'm sure that has impacted – even On sometimes that. when I I'm not in a rush, I f- like like I feel in a rush, yeah. but I'm I think I'm not like it's yeah it's, it's exactly yeah. that because it's just your like, cortisol like, is yeah. high from the thing that yeah. you've already been doing. Yeah. So I think what a lot of women do, especially sort of women over thirty, when they've got a lot on, because we build these really complicated lives, mm, and yeah. suddenly we've got all this stuff on. And if we find a gap, we we go, okay, I'm, yeah, I feel it. But, you know, I understand that I'm very stressed and I need to look after myself and the merrymakers said that I need to go and do Pilates. So off they go and they go and do their Pilates. Yeah. And they go, oh, my God, I'm like so zen. I did Pilates for like one hour and that was amazing. So I can go back to rushing now Yeah. because I did the Pilates. Yeah. So they're literally oh taking gosh. a Panadol for a headache. Oh do you know God, what I mean? Yeah. Like they're going rush, 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 one hour of Pilates. I've done my bit, yeah. I can go back to so rushing, true. which is complete bollocks because what yeah. you've done is try to overcompensate for one hour mm-hmm. and then during that one hour what happens? Your brain's still going yeah. because the cortisol's still high and that's like your early stage adrenal fatigue. In the later stages of adrenal fatigue, because your cortisol can't do that forever, mm. right? it has other implications like if the cortisol's high, it changes the way your body processes carbohydrates, you have problems with your insulin, you start to put on weight around the middle. Like all these things start to happen as a cascade from that high cortisol that's continuously happening. Mm-hmm. So over time, the adrenals get sick of making cortisol. And that's and then like they why start you making said, less. Yeah, that initial stage of adrenal fatigue, people actually feel like they're on top of the world. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, I'm so productive. Like, oh my God, I'm done. amazing. And they go, oh my God, I'm superwoman. Yeah. And, and then is it like, yeah, so the latest stages of adrenal <laughs> that fatigue. Sound effects. Is, I love yeah, that. I love that. That was a that was an yeah. IRL sound effect. Yeah. That wasn't like a button. I feel like I could have that job. Maybe Hang that on, could can be my I job. Pretend to press a button while you do that. Oh yeah, ready? Oh. <laughs> I think the first one was better. better. I did a weird like. <laughs> it was sounding like a cat purring yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> at least you know you're good at that too. Like cat purring. I don't know what. Okay, cool. 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 All right, cool. Let's moving on. Um, okay, what were we talking about? The latest stages of adrenal fatigue. Yeah, so instead of making lots of cortisol, your adrenals go, not today. And they don't make... Any. Where are your adrenal glands? They sit on top of your kidneys. So Isn't it funny? Like down up, your lower back. I always think they're like up here. I don't know why. Maybe it's a shoom. It's because it kind of like when that's you're the stressed, palpitations. It feels yeah. yeah. It's like, oh. that my adrenal? No, that's your heart but isn't racing. Funny how it's like it's like yeah. no. What do they look so like? So that's where you feel your stress. <laughs> ah. So that's where you feel so your I stress. So I just like feel that's in your heart. Yeah. yeah. So heart, lungs, yeah. because when you're stressed, you'll you'll breathe differently. Shallow. Your shoulders roll forward yeah, when you're I've stressed. Because and like shoulders, because shoulders forward is like you're protecting, oh. like you're protecting yeah. your heart. You're protecting your like those very important organs. So I need you to open forward. it. But yeah. Heart open. Yeah. Breathe deep. That's it. Mm, okay. See, okay. So Gina, do you feel better already? Yeah. Oh my god! I was like this. I was like in a it's ball. It's really crazy how you oh. turn, turn your thumbs out. How you can change how you feel. Tardasana. Tardasana. Tar. So you can feel differently. Like so, you can feel oh my god, so different feels amazing. when you change your oh. physiology. Isn't that that's so weird? Like yeah. just sitting oh. up straight and taking a deep breath. Guys, everyone yeah. at home, just take a deep breath. Take yeah. a deep breath. Stand up straight. Open your hands up. Yep. It feels good. Palms forward. Oh, that feels amazing. Shoulders automatically start to roll back. If you sit at a laptop like we all do, yeah, yeah, do this, you know, shoulders back, palms forward. 
thumbs out to the side. I automatically can feel like I breathe better. Like if you're watching on Facebook or on the video, like I was totally in a ball (laughs) hunched before because that's like what – that's how I see it. It's like I need to really work on it. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually been to my remedial guy on occasion and had him cross tape my oh, shoulders. Really? So he runs a big, a massive X over my back from my left shoulder wow. down towards my right kidney, and then from my right shoulder down towards my left kidney. Wow! And he 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 tapes it so that you and he, and the tape goes up and over my shoulders, and it automatically pulls my shoulders back. And apparently, so there's cool. like braces that you can buy on I've eBay and stuff them. now that also pull your shoulders back, yeah. but don't let you hunch forward. And it's a game changer. Like I, I would, I would go and get him to tape me up and then leave the tape on for a day, wow. just to train the muscles yeah. into where they're supposed to sit. And then once you take the tape off you hope that that lasts mm-hmm. for a little while we have it's, some of that tape maybe yeah, we can we've t- got that. It. it's funny though <laughs> i saw those braces and i was like oh that looks so good it looks like it would be uncomfortable <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's like, that's how we make the stand i'm oh like i want to rest but no like sitting up like that if i, know, I could I train myself to have awesome posture that would be ideal but yeah. that's it. It will be uncomfortable at first yeah. because it's like you're learning yeah. new muscle positions. Totally. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Where okay. are we? Um, adrenal. So the latest age. Yeah. So we're good keeping you. Even I though we go right? on tangents, we're good at coming back. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the body. I, had, I was always. I had every faith. Yeah. So I never lost faith. It was that train was coming back to the station. <laughs> and Don't we're back. And we're back in the room. Um, okay. So adrenal fatigue. So you've been tired but wired for a really mm. long time. Cortisol was high. And then your body starts making less cortisol and less cortisol and less cortisol. Now you wake up and you can't get out of bed or you wake up and you've just got nothing. Mm. And you go and have a coffee and you go, coffee used to make me feel really wired and good. Yeah. So you go and have a coffee and then you go, hmm, that coffee didn't work. I'll have a double Mm. shot. So you start having double (laughs) shots and you go, still didn't work. And then you have a third coffee and you start to get the shakes. So you go from tired to anxious, but there's nothing yeah. in the tank. I feel like I've spoken to so many people who say that. They're like, I love coffee, but it doesn't make me awake. It makes me tired. Yeah. So like I, I have coffee to go to bed. I'm like, you Yeah, crazy? that's good. Send them to me. Send yeah. Them. yeah. Straight to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need like, a, like, little, um, no. like a ticket. Oh, you need this. Like, I feel like that could be it's something a gift we of do. life. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, go Send and do to this. any naturopath. Yeah. The thing yeah, is that, that, that what I do is not really that unique. Like, yeah. you know, there are so many naturopaths out there who deal with this day in, day out. The reason that I've got a special interest in it is because I saw so much of yeah. it. That is not uncommon. Like most yeah. naturopaths, there's, there's a set bunch of – health issues that we deal with it'll be like your irritable bowel mm-hmm. your snotty people so your tonsillitis asthma oh. mucus infection oh. sinusy mucus yeah. people wow. then you got your adrenal fatigue people and then you got your female hormone you know endometriosis yep. fibroids yeah. infertility pcos so, people. Yeah. so there's like little sort of little groups mm. and you know some lucky people might have two three or all of the above oh those yeah. poor people yeah what do you yeah. reckon is the few you know like how like new kind of like issues pop up do you think – do you have, like, a feeling of what is going to be the next, like, epidemic of, like, these this health issue? I think we already know what all the health issues are, but I think we don't necessarily know what all the underlying causes of those yeah. health issues are. So in the last two years mm. I've become really interested, as you guys would know, in pyrrole disorder. Yeah. And I've also become interested in um, genetic variants that – cause you to have certain issues with your health so um i've been studying things like mthfr and other what they call genetic snips which by the way is a rabbit hole and if you've got those and you think i'm an expert in it like i'm not yeah no way not even close it's a massive rabbit hole that i'm but i'm interested in you went to like a conference about just that didn't you is that um, what it was? Or I'm in a some, study group. Yeah, because I saw you share that. something and yeah. I was like, oh, this is so interesting. I mean, like, because we have yeah. a friend who has that the gene, the gene mutation and, like, all yeah. her, like, some of her kids have it and things like that. But, like, they figured it out, which is awesome. Yeah. Like, they got tested for it in Sydney and everything. Like, yeah. Well, M- MTHFR is the fashionable one. But that's just one of many. Oh. And so you can do an MTHFR test oh my or God. you can go and do a 23andMe test, which is the one that you send off to America, and that tests a number of different SNPs and MTHFR is just one of those. So it's like that. that's the thing. Over the next few years, mm. I think we're going to go down that rabbit yeah. hole a lot more and understand a lot more. I mean, they only just mapped the genome a little while back. It's, oh, my gosh. It's, you know, it's only, it's only been a really short time in terms of 
research. Yeah. And, and things are moving at a really fast rate. It's it's kind of like actually everyone is going to realise that every different human being needs a different approach because we're, we all have this different map inside us going on. Like no one is the same. Um, DNA. The, the DNA. Yeah, yeah, so does absolutely. DNA actually look like that? I would, like – you know how it's yeah, like, it that's so crazy. Yeah. Like, it's so pretty. In a microscope. Yeah, like when you look at it, like it actually. Like, but all it looks like, what the hell is really DNA? I don't even know what DNA is. It's genes, right? Yeah. yeah. DNA is in the genes. In the genes, the genetics. Like how your cells. Oh, it's just cells, so weird when you think like of it. How your cells match up. <laughs> yeah, and it tells your cells how to divide Whoa, and replicate. so crazy. And it, it tells your body how to switch things on and off. And yeah. It oh basically God. runs the show. Um, it's so insane. But, but a lot of a lot of the genetic stuff that's sitting there under the surface that makes up what you know, makes you you doesn't necessarily switch on until the epigenetic factors come along to switch it on. So, mm-hmm. so for example, you might have a gene that makes you more likely to have um, you know a problem breaking down toxins. So mm-hmm. you know a yeah. gene that makes it harder for the liver to break down stuff from the environment but that might not switch on until you've been exposed to enough toxins in the environment yeah or maybe you just had a really stressful year and then suddenly that switches on so that's epigenetic so that i think that's where the study is yeah. where the research is going to go in the next few years Me as well too. it's like Crazy. okay we know what the genes are now and we know what they do but we don't know what's switching them on and off. Oh my gosh! But yeah, that that's where uh, it's starting. We're starting to get a little bit of crossover between medicine and naturopathy. Yeah. And I think it's really amazing. Yeah. That some of the doctors are yeah. starting to get interested in the natural stuff, and then some of the naturopaths are getting interested yeah. in the doctor stuff. So they're they're meeting in the middle finally. It's so cool, yeah. and that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's like you can see where the future's going. Well, this is how I see it. It's like. You know, it's going to be so accessible and easy to get these tests yeah, done because right, right now these tests like cost an arm, like well, they're expensive. Yeah, so it's like, like twenty three me is one hundred and fifty dollars US. So it's yeah, about two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, like people, even your food intolerance yeah. test like is what four hundred and something. Yeah. So it's like you don't you don't put it. You're like, no, I need to pay for this instead of that. Yeah. But soon it's going to be like, you know, you go to the doctor and they're going to have this special machine and it's like they just this go. Emma's invention, yeah. by the way. She's talked it's about like it many times. It's like this thing and it's like you just clamp it on <laughs> and like it can just test everything. Like I'm sure there is mini inventions like this, but it's like it can test all your deficiencies, all your blood, like what's going on. And, the or, and then your genes level, as well. Next step is that the machine gives you your things And it's that just you like, need. and it's like. Yeah. Personalized. And then you're like, yeah. you're like, yeah. oh, I'm so good. Yeah, you're like, oh, you're low in vitamin B. One, here you go. But you know what? <laughs> I think we're going to go full circle because the more I go down all those rabbit holes, yeah. the more I realise it just goes back to the old natural wow. staples wow. of, guess. Gut. Yes. Yes. Heal the gut. Everyone heal the gut. That squeal. I'm so sorry about that squeal. Um, <laughs> I yeah, heal the gut. Heal the gut. Heal the liver. There's like well, this old saying that? in naturopathy, you know, yeah. if you don't know what to do, yes. if someone's sitting in front of you and it's so complex and so complicated, you don't know where to start, gut, liver. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Yeah, gut, oh, liver. We talked about Gemma. liver. Gemma said that as well. We talked about liver on um, episode. Two episodes ago. 92. Liver liver yeah. cleansing, um, but I think gut, liver, stress, yeah. and then stress. Because didn't Socrates say yeah. all illness starts from, from the, the stomach? And yeah. he's like old yeah. Greek guy. Like, I know, and the Greeks right? know best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do. We're Greek guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're kidding. We're kidding. Uh, okay. So, and I think that is why, I mean, gut health, like everyone bangs, is it? Or not everyone. I always think everyone knows about gut health. So but like, they don't. We just think they do because we're in the world. I know, we're but in a bubble. Yeah. We're in a bubble. Like, that's yeah. what needs to get out to everyone else. Like whenever I hear like people who aren't in the health world, they're like, oh, I'm on this antibiotic and I'm on doing this and doing that. And I'm just like, oh, your gut. I, I'm, I'm so sorry for your gut. Not that I think antibiotics still have, have a place. A place. But yeah. it is like when you know, you're if, popping if them if all I've the got time. some major infection, like and please, this is why I love you. please no Reiki, give me yeah. the antibiotics. Exactly. That's why. Maybe I, give me the Reiki afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, and I think it's like if it, it works has both a place. Ways. You know, yeah. Yeah. I believe in medical and science and I believe in nat- what's natural and science, the same thing. It's like, like doing it together is the best. Yeah. Like, I, I do refer people yeah. back to their doctors yeah. and then in a perfect world, like the doctors will refer them back yes. to me. Unfortunately, that's not happening enough yet, yeah. but Soon. it's starting to. And there are doctors out there, like I said, that are closer to that crossover now who are studying, you know, in their spare time, mm. 
herbs oh, and so supplements. Amazing. And How good is that? Yeah, I went to that uh, biobalance conference and I sat in a room with like a couple of hundred doctors and a few naturopaths and just looked around and went, oh, thank God, finally. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because um, you could look at it like, oh, my God, they're stepping on my turf. But I try to come from a place of abundance and go, well, thank God they're finally, you know, that we're meeting in the middle. Yeah. And I think there'll be a place for everyone. And, and that's what they should do too. Like yeah. instead of being like, it's like kind of like the ego has been dri- driving them. I learned this at uni. This is what it is. Mm. It's like actually like open your eyes up to what else it could be. Like they're, mm. they're um, saying that it isn't what I was taught. Maybe I should listen instead of ignoring it. Mm. It's like. Yeah everyone's coming to the party together yeah and I think that's dictated by their clients as well like they did ask they did have a couple of doctors up on stage at this particular conference and they asked them how they got into that Mm. side of medicine and started looking at nutrition and started looking at at herbs and stuff and a lot of them said well I had this one client and they came and then you know I couldn't help them but then they went and got nutritional help and then I saw the improvement Mm. and it piqued my interest and then I started studying it and so sometimes they just need to see the proof. and that's like any mm. profession it's just not just medicine or naturopathy mm. it's like any profession anywhere sometimes we True. just need to have seen it with our own eyes yeah. in front of us yeah. before we're motivated yeah. to a, believe it and B, follow it. So yeah. true. And the funny thing is, is like when I, like I had to go see my GP just to get a referral, but like I didn't want to talk about it because I was like, I don't want you to judge me like rah, rah, rah. And I was like, but maybe it is up to the clients, like the patients who do go like to start talking about it. So because like maybe it my is, GP it, has just never even decided to look into but it. But it is hard because you have been to yeah. GPs where you where say something like, oh, and they're no. like, no, you're like, wrong. Like I went yeah. to my GP and got tested, like just did blood work and she was like, oh, your cholesterol is so high. Got me like a statin brochure and was like, if it doesn't go down in a month, I'll prescribe you with this. And I was like. I mean, like when I was a t- <laughs> when I was like eighteen, I was twenty four. I know when I was Whoa. eighteen, yeah. I got that, and those things are for life. Yeah, crazy. When yeah. I was eighteen, I got put on antidepressants because of PMS. Like, yeah. take this for two weeks of the month because yeah. your PMS is like so bad. It's like I actually oh know God. someone who was a naturopath and uh, went to the GP to get an <gasps> iron test because she knew what an iron deficiency deficiency felt like she'd had one before she'd been anemic in the past she's like I think I'm a bit low in iron so she went to the doctor and the doctor said do you have trouble getting out of bed in the morning yeah do you find it hard to be motivated throughout the day yeah asked her a bunch of questions along those lines and at the end said I think you're depressed here's some antidepressants here's a prescription and just try these for a month or two and then come back and she's like can I have an iron test and they were like, oh, look, how about we just try these antidepressants first? And oh, no. Is that because yeah. they get paid for prescribed? I don't, I don't like, know. Why like, is I try, it? I try not to think know, along those lines I because I And think, we're not bagging think, out the doctors. I think most GPs just, out there are trying, definitely trying to do the right thing. Yeah. They just don't have enough hours in the day. Yeah. And got, they're, they're under the pump. So like, many yeah. patients. I mean, it's like do, 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 like yeah. patient and after eight patient. Minutes, like eight like minutes. eight minutes. Yeah. Like that's what you get. And how can you know? anything about that person in eight minutes yeah. like really. even my G- gp who's like seen me that many times will ask me questions like i'm like you should probably know this you've seen me my whole life like why do you not know this it's yeah. weird like they just forget well that yeah like it's it's hard to <laughs> you remember, remember everyone everything, though. you're like oh yeah color head stamp. i take a lot of notes <laughs> <laughs> you'll How hear me tapping away staff, during though? the skype consult you'll hear me tapping away i take pages and pages of notes and I I try and find enough time to open those notes up and have a quick read before every client just to refresh because so amazing yeah it is hard to remember everyone okay so back let's go back to our drink routine because I'm I'm interested in this in more symptoms like if people were like sitting here listening and they're like oh like I kind of do feel like I'm so tired yeah I'm I can't get out of bed and I can't (laughs) do this like what else can you notice the old coffee doesn't work as well as it used to. Yeah. yeah, I, I think, think that's, that's a great, one. great little like. Yeah. Okay, take yeah. note. Yeah, yeah. Um, night sweats. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know that waking up, you know, three, four in the morning, oh. just in like Do you a pool have that? Of sweat. Well, I. So I've been stressed for like the last month, and I'm pretty sure like something I can see feel the difference in my body, yeah. and I haven't been sleeping, and I've been waking up hot. Yeah. 
That's Bye-bye. a typical. Yeah. yeah, that's a typical stress response. Yeah. Time to see Jules. Yeah, it doesn't I know. mean you have adrenal fatigue. It might just mean that you're having a really crappy month. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. So. Well, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely having a crappy month, but I'll see you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Your doors are always Can't open. You know that. Crappy <laughs> but yeah, there's look. There are so many. Like if you Google symptoms of adrenal fatigue, oh, yeah. or even on my website, there's a couple of. Um, articles if you just put adrenal fatigue into the search there yeah there'll be a couple of you know 10 signs that you might have adrenal yeah. fatigue. but basically you feel tired you've got no get up and go mm. um you are craving sugar or salt mm. so cravings for salt is a huge really, really? it's like yeah. corn chips yep mm. i love corn yeah. chips <laughs> yeah craving carbohydrates <laughs> okay. putting on weight around the middle and not being able to lose it yeah where it, it's like hang on like it's mm. That never used to be a problem. Mm, yeah. Or I used to be able to lose that really quickly. And that's such yeah. a typical like it's a, do you know, woman yeah. like trait. Like lots of people I know. That's say what I that. always put on weight. I always put on weight around the middle. And I can, I'm like, mm, why is that there? Like that's really annoying. And then whenever I've learned about this cortisol for like the past oh, four yeah, years, cortisol. I'm always like, that's me. I'm hardly stressed. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> meditate. <laughs> yeah, just don't flog yourself and then meditate and think yeah. that you have balanced oh yes. out everything. That because that's so much dangerous. Because that's another thing. Like people put on weight and then they think, oh, I'm just going to go work out and do like CrossFit. Um, <gasps> and like, oh, I'm going to like go for run from 20 kilometer run or yeah. something. Like, what? Like, what is that? Like, we shouldn't be doing that, should Ooh, we? Why? Yeah, I have. Jules looks so uncomfortable at me just oh talking God. about this. Please, all the CrossFit people, don't troll me after this. But <laughs> um, we love you, CrossFit. We but, do. Um, I see a lot of people who are doing really high intensity training to get an endorphin rush to their oh. brain, so that they feel happy and oh. focused and can get on with their day. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting that. The, I do have quite a few female CrossFitters on my books at the moment wow. who come to me because they're just getting really tired and one of their symptoms is, is they go to CrossFit and they can't lift the heavy things and they can't do the things as, as well as they used to and they're like, I, I don't know, am I just getting old or I'm just yeah. – and it's like you, your body's getting really tired and your adrenals are suffering and if your adrenals are suffering right now – I don't know if CrossFit's going to be the best fit for you. Mm-hmm. We have to sit down and talk about and manage this. And I, I had a client recently that really loved CrossFit and it, the social aspect of it was mm. really good for her because yeah. it got her out of the house mm. and it got it. And she, that was her social life as well. I was like, okay, you're not giving up CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Can you do it at 80% can, or are you just going to get swept up with it all and flog yourself? If you can do it at 80%, then it's a yes, you can keep going. And she's getting better. Like wow. she's actually getting better. So I think part of that, that you know, that pack mentality or that, that beautiful tribe mentality yeah. is also one of the things that, that women need to watch out for. If they're very competitive, um, they go to CrossFit and they get swept up in it and they might just push themselves a little bit too hard. Mm-hmm. So it's about knowing your limits and knowing where your tipping point is as well. So it's not a no to CrossFit, but it's a if you're going there to feel happy – we need to talk about mm. what's going on. That's that's the, why do you need CrossFit? Mm. Like I know I have that with surfing as well, which mm. is a similar thing. Like I get this rush from surfing, and I get really antsy if I haven't surfed for a while. And it's mm. like I need a surf to feel happy. It's like hang on, that's not right. Yeah. Like mm. yes, surfing makes me happy. Yes, CrossFit makes you happy. But have you got a problem with your neurotransmitters wow. to begin with? That's leaning you towards those yeah. endorphin-producing activities. Yeah. Running's another one. You know, there's yeah, people, people who go, run, run, I run, need run, to run. run until I get that endorphin yeah. rush. And it's like, and if you don't get that endorphin rush and you don't run for a couple of weeks, what happens? And they go, I'd go crazy. And my husband's like, can you just go for a run? Wow. You know, and these are the people who get injured and yeah. then they, they don't cope with being out for So a how do we while. not be people like that? We look at why you're leaning towards that activity in the mm. first place and we go, okay, is there a neurotransmitter issue? Like, you know, you mentioned antidepressants before. Like, you know, ha- does this person have a history of anxiety or depression or mood swings or some sort of, you know, instability in terms of neurotransmitters? Do we need to look at 
sorting that out mm. in order for you to feel happy because is your set point too low? Because you know how they talk about a set point like everyone has a set point in terms of their mood and their happiness mm. that they'll come yeah. back to. And you can raise that set point but when you let your guard down, like if you stop doing CrossFit that week, you'll go back to your set point. If your set point is an unhappy place, yeah. we need to go to that spot and go, why? Why is CrossFit being used as a medicine? as wow. an antidepressant why is surfing wow. being used why is running being used as an antidepressant like some people will go to the pub and have lots of drinks other people will go to crossfit but is it that both of those people's set point needs to be worked on mm. and brought up so and again wow all right, where do you reckon if someone's got a neurotransmitter problem where do you reckon we need to go the gut oh my god the gut the because gut the there's gut. more brain cells in the gut than in the brain but like that's is that your, right your neurotransmitters <laughs> are created in the gut so like pretty much yeah, you know how everyone so yeah. like anxiety is like a big thing right now like every, how many days like every day i see like 10 articles about anxiety like everyone and has everyone's anxiety. saying i'm anxious i'm anxious I and i'm like anxious. i keep like i keep dropping these things like maybe it's your gut maybe it's your gut it's like but sometimes i just don't say anything because it's like so many yeah. people just don't believe it. They'll be like, no, like I have mental illness in my family. That's where it comes from. Like, Maybe you've got gut dysfunction in the family. Yes. Like so the thing is Because anxiety the, is like the symptom. Yes. It's like asthma. Is asthma in your family? Is eczema in your family? Is depression in your family? Is anxiety in your family? Like I'm now seeing people who, you know, are coming to me for pyrrole disorder because mm. I wrote about it on my blog and then suddenly everyone thought I was an expert and I was like, shit. So anyway. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I had that. I definitely had that. Got the test. Yeah. Oh, no, Carly, you don't have that. Good. I'm like, oh, okay, good. cool. Let's <laughs> go back to healing the gut. Okay, let's, let's go back to the staff. Yeah, go back to the gut. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have a lot of people with pyrrole disorder. And the, like, the first thing I'll do is ask them about their family history. And sure enough, there's an auntie. There's like, you can trace it. Wow. Like, one of the kids might have ADHD, and then mm. there'll be an uncle who was very depressed or a grandma who was on Valium and it's hard to trace family history sometimes beyond the grandparents because mm. no one talked about depression and anxiety yes. but they did talk about oh she was a very nervous lady or yes or you find out after they've passed away that actually they had a stash of Valium you know or something like wow. that so you can usually see it running through the family and you can see that if you tested all of those people, you would probably find pyrrole disorder. You would probably find leaky gut. You would probably find correlations there. You might find some of those genetic snips that we were talking about or some MTHFR issue or something like that. So is asthma, is eczema, is irritable bowel, is depression, are these things things that just run in families mm. or is the underlying issue the thing that runs in the family? So crazy. Oh, my gosh. And, like, I you know how it. you're saying, like, you know, like how sometimes I just say it could be your gut. The other day I was um, around some people and they were all talking about their irritable bowel. There was three of them with irritable bowel They're naturopaths sitting around talking about their, they their poo in public. <laughs> they were other medical professionals. <laughs> and, um, and they were all talking about irritable bowel. And I just, like, shut my mouth. I was like, I'm pretty sure you guys should just heal your, like, put some gut healing pr- protocol in place maybe don't eat gluten or dairy yeah or, and, and then but they were just that. talking about this new medication yeah okay and yeah. The, yeah yeah so you know the kind of medical version i was talking about yeah. But, but yeah so i was like i just like shut my mouth there because i was like yeah. well because it is kind of it's like I felt it, yeah sometimes you feel like that and also it's like oh, i don't really feel like starting this because argument <laughs> well Sometimes it's just easier to go where the flow is yeah. rather than go and bash your head against yeah. a big wall. And if someone wants to take medication for a problem mm. and it stops the irritable bowel from happening, more power to them. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. if that's what you want to do, there is yeah. no rule that says that yeah, so what I'm doing with my mm-hmm. patients is the thing that everyone needs to do. Yeah. But it's the thing that people come to me for and it's the yeah. thing that works for me. It's the thing that's worked for you. Yeah. But it might not be right for everyone. Exactly. If the stress of giving up gluten and dairy yeah, is going to so cause someone so anxiety, true. then maybe they need to take the medication for a yeah. while until and they're like, at a place where they can give up those foods. Yeah, yeah and it's so like good. finding it on their path. It's like, you know, you can't Everyone tell someone journey. to do something, but they need to figure it out themselves. And yeah. if, if it is like a loved one, which is sometimes the hardest thing when you're like trying to tell someone, 
mm, you should try this. But it's like maybe drop little hints here and there. Leave articles yeah. on their computer screen. <laughs> the only family member that I've ever successfully helped is my husband and that's because I'm the one in charge of the cooking. Oh, right? did he even know? So I'm just like, eat this. Did it he? was gluten-free. <laughs> that's so but funny. He's, you know, he's on board mm. but I've never successfully – Converted mm. any other family members? We got members. our mum. Yeah, we got, we got our mum. Good. I love your mum. Yeah, isn't she she's the best? So a legend. Yeah, she love is the her. best. And like, she's like sometimes when like we go down to Canberra and like I'm I say something, she'll come out with like this really positive, like just this positive quote or like whatever. This is so optimistic. I'll be like, "Who are you, mum?" And I'm like, "Yes." Like she's like she just gets me motivated. Like it's the other way around because it was us motivating her, and now she motivates me. So I'm like. You're amazing. Like you cook the best dinners every night. I should do it. <laughs> <laughs> Smoothie for dinner. Yeah. Whoops, whoops. Yeah, I remember when Jules was having me, I was like, so I can't have three smoothies a day? And she was like, And almonds. No. It was almonds, wasn't it? Almonds and eggs. Yeah. Oh, so God. sad. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> the eggs. We that should retest you. You might be able to have them I now. know. I have been like, I've been putting them in my diet a little bit, like the eggs, and I, I think I'm pretty good. Except the other day. What happened? You said you were burping. Yeah, I was burping. Oh, Is that bad? Yeah, that's a sign. Oh, damn it. <laughs> You're still allergic. <laughs> I should get my test done too, actually. Yeah, I had eggs twice Maybe we both can get retested. We'll both get retested. <laughs> oh, my God. So if you're burping after certain foods, guys, it's a take sign. note. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Okay. If it's sitting there fermenting. Oh, yeah. Oh. Be your friend. Mm. All right, cool. All right, no, so yourself, interesting. No heal your gut. Heal oh your gut. Yep. Okay, so what? And what about? Okay, so there's things you can do to heal your gut. What about like de-stressing? So I always think like meditating. I'm like, oh, this is good. Like I'm de-stressing. Can you like actually just meditate and that would help? Or do you think that you need to do like everything to de-stress? Like what? What else should we do to de-stress? I think if we just rely on doing the meditation, then it becomes that Panadol effect of it'll help you for that hour. But like two hours down the track, it's probably worn off. You need to meditate again. Yeah, so then you cortisol. Don't be like climb up a mountain and be a Zen monk. Yeah, and I would actually find that really stressful. Yeah. Yeah. If I had to sit in a cave and meditate and someone just brought me some rice every day, I'd probably get really, really stressed. I'd hate it. Everyone's idea of what's going to de-stress them is probably going to be different. So true. What do you do to (sighs) de-stress? Surf. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I exercise. Mm. I do yoga. I surf. um, I walk my dogs, I spend time in nature. Yeah, I think that's a big Uh, one, isn't it? Like being outside. Going back to mother nature. Like you just automatically feel good. As soon as I step on the beach, like like, I hadn't been to the beach in so long, like put my feet in the water. I'd been on the sand and then yesterday I went on the sand and I was just like looking at it and I was like, oh, my God, I haven't put my feet in the water in so long. And I went and did that and just stood there and I was like, this feels amazing. Yeah, it's got a special kind of magic. Yeah. And I mean, we, we both live in really beautiful places mm, where amazing. we have access to that. But if you don't have access to that, go and find a park. Yeah. yeah. Go and have a bath, put lots of Epsom salts and yeah. magnesium salts in your bath. Create your own little mini ocean. Yeah. But that's you've so got to find the thing that you can go back to that brings you back to your baseline but also like I've been looking a lot at, at mindfulness rather than meditation lately mm-hmm. and on my podcast a couple of weeks ago I interviewed a lady called Rachel Cable and she's got a podcast called The Mindful Kind and she just has a really different way of looking at things and I really love it so instead of going okay at 3 30 today mm. I'm going to go and do a meditation yeah. for 45 minutes mm. and I'm gonna say om this many times and mm. then I'm going to be healed you know that she just does everything mindfully yeah. throughout the whole day. I listened day. to a podcast and it was talking about that and I was like, it was kind of like a little aha moment. I was like, oh, like the reason why we're so stressed is because we're not actually being here in this moment. And it's like, well, actually we're practicing mindfulness right now, aren't right we? Now. Because Look, my phone's actually yeah. further away than my arm. I can't I can't reach my yeah. phone right now and it's in flight mode. So, Do you feel okay about that? I'm actually all right. But you know what? A year ago, 
that would have stressed me out. Wow. But the, you know what actually cured me of my phone? And, and I, you know, my husband will tell you I'm not cured, by the way, because I'm like, <laughs> you know, on the, I'm on it all the time. I'm not cured uh, Not cured. But, you know, on, definitely in recovery. Yes. But you know what? What helped me is I went to Greece for two weeks oh, and yeah. I was doing some work volunteering and it was pretty intense stuff. And we just did not have time to check our phones and I wasn't on a plan that had enough data that I could sit on Facebook mm-hmm. and do all the things and the Wi-Fi at some of the places we stayed was really shocking and so it was like a forced digital detox and Amazing. it was actually the Good. best thing ever. And so after that I looked at my phone in a different light but it, it creeps back in. Like yeah. that was in February, March and it has already crept back in. Wow. But I, I definitely no longer have that anxiety if my phone's more than three metres away, mm. I'm actually fine. But I know a lot of people now, and, and me a year ago, like if your phone's more than three metres away, you feel like you've got to go and get it. And yeah, bring it weird. Over to it's you. like the whole thing that we're becoming these cyborg things, isn't it? Because I like almost no, like, eventually be I mean, connected to us. I mean, They'll just like implant it into my we had, Exactly. <laughs> we had dinner the other night with, with our friend. And he is not I, in health and well I said he was, I was like, you're a cyborg. <laughs> because he was, and he was <laughs> at dinner with us, which we were totally fine with because like, like, Okay, it was Jared. He was, he said, that, we love you, Jared. Love you, Jared. But Hi, he Jared. like helped us make our out. And it was just so funny because he's totally in. He's just connected just to connect, his phone. Yeah, all the time. And I was just watching it. And I'm like, you're from another planet. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And he was having the conversation with us and then going back to Sunday having the conversation. Was he, like, it was amazing to watch. Yeah, I was like, wow. It was also like, a little bit stressful. But what did, and we what did would tell that him we had adrenal fatigue? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We told him. What would that do to your cortisol levels? Like that is a constant bear yeah, at your front and, door. But so many people are like that, aren't they? And then you think about like, okay, like Sydney, New York, like, you know, yeah, the busy city life, the environment that you're in. That it's would like, impact you too. It's nonstop. Yeah, yeah it's just like. And bright lights and the noise. And it becomes your, that becomes your wallpaper. And I know when I moved from the city to the country, like we moved from inner city Melbourne to a country town near Byron and very 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 different and now when I go back to Melbourne and I stay somewhere in the city and it's just onslaught it's like yeah. oh my god was this my set point before so this crazy. was this my normal and what does that do to your adrenal glands and what does that do to your cortisol levels and I think a lot of the people who do end up moving to places like Byron Bay or having sea changes or tree changes just burn out from yeah. that constant mm. onslaught. Like I burned out in Melbourne. Hubby burned out in Melbourne. Mm. We, we had to get out of there because it wasn't right for us anymore. Yeah. But if you'd asked me 10 years earlier, I would have said I was a Melbourne girl through and through. I was wow. born there. I was yeah. born in the CBD. There was a hospital, wow. you know, in the 1970s. Uh, now I'm showing my age. There was a hospital in the CBD and I was born there. Like, wow. you know, 200 metres from the very centre of Melbourne. And I was like, I am so Melbourne. Yeah. I love Melbourne, like everything about it. But then – Towards the end there, I was like, it's frying my chips. Yeah. I go to Sydney for like two oh. nights and I need to get out. Like, That's, I'm, I'm like, like, I'm like, totally I need like that. to leave right now. And then I come back here and I'm like, oh. And like yeah. Gold Coast isn't even as like chilled as like where you are. Like, but it's mm. way more chilled than a city. Oh, Nowhere yeah. is as chilled as where I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> Let's so move to Byron. Good. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I know. Well, there's so we many good do people to Yeah, so, it'd be yeah, fun. You know, Linda, do you like her walk like every day? I'm well, like, twice a week. Twice we a week. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, every day you guys are walking. I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> we know everything because we stalk you online. I know. She's oh. a fan of a Facebook story, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's so good. Love it. Love it. Oh, Love so it. awesome. So, so do we need to talk anything more about adrenal fatigue? What we, we did we talk about? So we need to de-stress. What are you doing to de-stress? I don't even bloody know to be honest. I think I need to de-stress more. You need to become an intervention. Now. I know. What are you I know. Do to well, um, I went to acupuncture yesterday, and that was kind of de-stressing. I felt like he was helping me de-stress by like the needle things. But I think outside, everything outside. Mm. Do you think maybe like I think the outside beach. needs to be like a priority every day? Like 30 minutes. What do you reckon? 
Or is that like putting a – I'm such a person. What like, if how live, much time do we need outside? What, how, okay, everybody put it in your calendar. Yeah, yeah. And we'll schedule that in for 3 p.m. And what if it's freezing though? And we'll get a reminder 30 minutes beforehand so we don't forget. It's God, fun for us to I'm say. Like, but it's, That's, it's funny though because that was at the yesterday when I got acupuncture. I was like – and he's like, oh, my gosh, like you're very intense. And I'm like – Oh, <laughs> I think we forget that we are because like we're together. Yeah, and then like when we have someone else, we're like, oh god, we're crazy. Sorry, de-stress. Yoga also de-stresses me. Yeah, yep. I look honestly. I think it's more simple than that. I think if we could just get people doing one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. If we go back to doing mm. everything mindfully. So if you're doing like two or three yes. things and you're multitasking, no yeah. good. No good. good. That's what's going to fry your chips, mm-hmm. right? But if you just do one thing at a time, whether it's mindful cooking or mindfully mm. answering your emails, yeah. not mindfully answering your emails while you're cooking, while the TV's mm. on, you've got one eye on the TV and one eye on something else and you've also got 15 tabs open. Oh, that's so bad. So this, it? It, this is about closing down the tabs in the brain as well, right? How <laughs> many tabs have you got open tab. in the brain? I'm excited to close the tabs. <laughs> Actually, I've noticed a change in my emails because I used to get really stressed about emails I'm like oh my god but now I just like put it in action and then I set time and I just do it at once I'm like okay cool I'm gonna do emails now and I won't get annoyed with them I won't get like I just do it mindfully and I think closing the tabs is a good one and like putting them in an action folder instead of letting your inbox get overflowing because that's what then you get the stressed anxiety. yeah like, oh my god there's 50 that I haven't answered whereas if they're away in the action folder I can't see them inbox is at zero and then you're like, oh, Sorry, wait. Sorry, anyone then who's emailed, she has an answer. Yeah. You're in a folder. Yeah. Then there's, in the there's folder. 50 in the action folder, I know, I mind you. I was somebody the other day. I don't know who we were talking to. I was like, sometimes I leave emails like eight days. And they were like, oh. It was well, LJ. Cause, oh, yeah, because LJ is like super like corporate-y she's, style. she's got her phone and she's answering emails all day. And I'm like, yeah. oh, sounds stressful. Like, I can't do that. Mm. Leave it eight days. But you're a, you're a batcher. You've always been a batcher. Oh, yeah. Bat- well, we learned that. Your emails. Yeah, I do yeah. that. It works. Yeah, but it? that's the thing. And so when you do go and answer it's the mindful. emails, that's all mm. you do. Yeah. You're not answering the emails and making social media posts and putting together the next Facebook Live and, and, and. Yeah. You're just answering the emails. So you actually, you by default, you're doing mindfulness. Mm. It's mindfully answering the mm. emails. And so if you just concentrate on the one thing that you're doing that's going to bring down your stress levels and help to keep that cortisol more stable (sighs) yeah and you can breathe because that's like you're breathing and answering emails that's two things your body can handle those two things at once so see it's like and and you feel more expansive yeah Yeah, breathing i find really helps like yeah (laughs) and yeah i mean deep deep breathing is magical you forget to breathe seriously a lot of people need to go and put post-it notes oh around God. their laptop and I all do. over the place just saying, breathe. breathe. That's How it. do you remind yourself to breathe? Or is it just like kind of be, you naturally do it now? I used to set timers, oh. like a 45-minute timer. Oh, I like that. And then, you know, and then you'd go, oh, my God, my shoulders are closing. Yeah. All right, open up the shoulders and breathe. Um, and sometimes post-it notes. That's a good one to like, eat, like remember to get off your seat and like, yeah. do a little stretch. And then breathe. And then take yeah. a deep breath. Do you do yeah. any other cool breathing, diff- like, you know, like weird things, Tony Robbins style? Do you do like- weird things? <laughs> do you, you do all. Do you do weird things with your breathing? <laughs> no, but I am a definite fan of like learning the pranayama breathing yeah. and yeah. yoga, but I yeah. forget to do it at home. What's but the pranayama? What, so pranayama is the breathing techniques. Is that like the – So I've learned – yeah, so yeah. there's the one the, – I've only learned two so far in my teacher training, the one where it's like you go belly, sides, back, oh, yeah. chest, and you, you do it for a four count. You might like do the kumbhaka retention, which is where you hold it. And then and you let it out. Yeah. And then there's the other one where you block the, the different nostrils. Yeah, and that like doing that I like, like that four one. rounds yep. can balance your body. Like I need like to that. do that. Maybe I should. We should start doing that every day. Well, you can do it at home. Like once you've learned yeah. it, you can just do it anywhere. I mean, you yeah. can do it in the car. You look Except, a bit weird. Do you know what? But you know, you can do it anywhere. <laughs> the other day when I was like <laughs> learning it um, at yoga teacher training. I was we were doing like a little talk afterwards and the teacher was like, how did you find it? And everyone's like, oh, my God, it was amazing. I felt so balanced. And I was like, my right nostril was so blocked. I felt so stressed. I couldn't breathe out and I couldn't breathe in. And she was like, oh, Carla, darling, like just do the normal breath if you can't do it. Like I'm sorry that you didn't – like that I didn't remind you if you can't breathe out of your right nostril to not do 
the alternative nostril breath because I was stressing out and then the guy next to me because he was sitting next to me. No, like, this was like at, I met you for lunch. Yeah. And he was like, I could hear your nose breathing. <laughs> and I cracked up. This is like some hot yoga guy. And <laughs> don't say that. I still have nine weeks. <laughs> and I was in hysterics and I was like, she breathes like that all the time. I'm always like, Carl, I can hear you breathing. All right, we need to talk about that. We'll put that on the list. Because <laughs> my right nostril's really blocked. Yeah. Okay, we need to it's chat really about that. really loud, Jules. We, we, we might need to heal the gut. <laughs> <laughs> heal the gut. I'm going to heal my gut too. I want to do a gut thing. I want. I need to focus on it. Yeah. I feel like I've been like, I feel like even though you heal, like. Reco- Maybe we should recover. do a collective gut cleanse on Ooh. with merrymakers and be like. Can we do that? Yeah, we can do that. And okay. like, because if they, like if they're doing it, then we'll feel more yeah. accountable. Then you're accountable. <laughs> then yeah. you have to. Yes. To totally. like help us heal our guts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll do it just to help us. But, but then, then, like then everyone else will get helped as well. It's pretty it much why magical. anyone does anything, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know. It's what entrepreneurs are made of. I know, right? right? It's like, the stuff yeah, they solve that their problems. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's what true. do I need? Let's just create that for everyone. Yeah, yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> okay, so we've talked about adrenal fatigue. We've given you guys pro- some action steps, have we? Yeah. Go we on, Julie. Totally we'll we'll do, do one them, yeah. thing we'll at do a time. Them. One thing at a time. Yeah, one thing at a time. I love that so much. I think small changes. This has been an epic conversation. That's what. Yeah, I've loved every second, Jules. If everybody wants, which and I know if, everybody wants to find out more information where they can find you online. <laughs> that didn't make sense. Everyone wants more information about you. Where should they go <laughs> online to find out everything? Well, I live in a few different places, but the main <laughs> one is julesgalloway.com. Mm-hmm. That's where you'll find everything as a starting point. I do have other little projects that are popping up here and there. Well, maybe we'll yeah. have you back to yeah, talk about those I projects. Yeah. So I, th- I think you know. Yeah, <laughs> and we can announce it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We so have more things on the horizon. If you want everything, all the info about Jules, <laughs> if you want Jules, um, go to <laughs> julesgalloway.com and that link is going to be in our show notes so you can go and check her out. Now, Jules, we have one last question for you. Oh, God. I haven't oh. studied for this. What is the Merrymaker Mantra of the Week? It can be anything about today's episode or it can be a mantra you live by. Do one thing at a time mindfully and report back. Oh, I like that. I love it so much. Do one thing mindfully. Dot, dot, dot. And report back. Report back. Tell us how you went. <laughs> I love I'm it. I'm interested to know. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. interested Use to post-it do it. notes. Like put post-it yeah. notes yeah. everywhere. Set alarms on your phone. Set timers. Whatever you need to do to get it done. Write it on your bathroom mirror. Write it anywhere. Put it on your water bottle. Put it everywhere. Yes. Mind- do one thing at a time mindfully. So good. Yeah. Such. It's And it's such a simple thing really, mm. isn't it? But it's like it's a, it's it's a way of it's changing because our lives – we're so like multitasking, mm. boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. Totally. Like hard. And women are yeah. the worst at this. Come on, girls. So Let's we can do it. it. We can do it we together. Can. One thing at a time. Yay. Yep. And watch that one thing you do be even better because if you're focusing so on true. one thing, whether it's cooking, whether it's your emails, whether it's work, whether it's Pilates, you watch, you'll do that thing better than you've so ever done true. it before. Wow. Oh, I'm excited. Mm. Well, we're so grateful for your time, Jules, always, and always your wealth of knowledge as well and inspiration. So thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yay. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.